to the NBA Finals Preview Emporium edition of the Weekend Wire today. Um, been a bit since we last recorded, but wanted to wait because um, wanted to wait. This is wanted our to favorite do, episode. Yeah, I want to do this as late as possible um, to get sort of all our thinking about the series um, sort of organized and reading a bunch of articles as I've tried to do over the past couple of days, but Aro and I are ready for this thing to start um, tonight at eight. And we're going to, first we're going to talk a little bit about like storylines and stuff, and then we'll go into strategy for probably a long time, but, um, and then we might do some, some doc clippers at the end, maybe. Yeah. But, I think we got to touch on that. Yeah. Um, but first off, um, storylines. So, this will be the first time a LeBron team has been favored in the finals since um, 2011, which... No. Weren't they favored in one of the San Antonio series? I read 2011. 2011? Okay. All it could right. be 2013. Or t- I feel, I feel like it was 2013, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, either way. It's, it's been, been a while. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he wasn't at all with the Cavs. Um, and... Now he is. Um, I think it's. I think it's like minus three hundred Lakers right now, something around there. But um, that's just interesting to think about because he's. You know, he's twenty four and zero in playoff series versus the East. Um, he hasn't lost playoff series in the East since since twenty eleven, <laughs> right? Yep. No twenty. Yeah. No twenty eleven. Yep. Because twenty ten. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he lost in twenty ten, and then, yeah. Yeah. So. Now he's in the West, um, and we've got all this this Pat Riley um, versus LeBron stuff. He was sort of, we know in 2014, he was sort of irked that LeBron left, and he had a, had this press conference that's kind of become like infamous a little bit. And he's talking about like it's supposed to be hard; you don't take like an easy way out, that kind of stuff. Um, and you got to think that Pat Riley and the rest of the Heat are ready to uh, sort of get LeBron get revenge on him for that a little bit yeah like um, anybody that was around when lebron was around wants to get revenge right now like yeah like old udonis haslam um spolstra even and yeah um it's I'm it's sure a not, bunch of the assistants were there too yeah yeah not to say they haven't not to say they've been like waiting for this moment because it's really unpredictable like when this was going to happen like they may, they may have not even thought LeBron was going to leave the East back then because he did say I wanted to finish. He did say I wanted to finish my career in Cleveland. So um, then he goes to the Lakers. And the other thing is that Kobe died this year, and that's been super. I mean, obviously, has affected the Lakers a lot, and they've um, they wear those Mamba jerseys. I don't think they've lost when they wear them. They already said they're planning to wear them in game two of this series and game seven. Should we get there? Um, we'll talk about if we're going to get there in a second. But that's hanging all over this. And then LeBron's fourth title would be title with three different franchises. Nobody's done that before. Um, that would be super impressive. And then, you know, all, all the heat side of things, which is like Jimmy, like leaving the Sixers and becoming like – because when when he was with the when he was with the wolves, there was that there were sort of two sides of like should 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 you side with Jimmy, who's like saying, oh, you just got to work hard and like you 
know, Hounds and Wiggins don't really get it or you're on the other side of it, which is like always being too hard on those guys. But I mean, now I think we have an answer um, and we'll see if he can take it one step farther. But all right. Now into also shout out to Iguodala, who I think this is his sixth. Oh yes, straight finals. Yeah, sixth. I think it's sixth, right? I believe it's the sixth. Yeah, because he made yeah. five straight with the Warriors, and then now. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so he, yeah, that's that's true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> um, now into strategy. So, big thing with the Heat is the zone. Um, we've seen them pull it out against the Celtics and have a lot of success. I will say the Celtics kind of started to figure it out towards the end. Um, they started like screening the top and that seemed to work, but they just didn't, they didn't really make the shots off of it as much, but it really, it really like messed with them. In the early games. I think I will say that I thought the heat changed up the zone a little bit and I'll have to go back and like do the video to like see the differences, but they played like the heat played more of a matchup zone. I thought in game six, whereas in like the first five games, they kind of played more of a straight up zone. And, like, I think the Celtics kind of figured out the straight-up zone. Um, but, like, the matchup zone they struggled with. And, like, yeah, like, they couldn't figure out their shooting in game six. But, like, I, I don't know if the Lakers can figure out their shooting either. So, well, there the are matchup a lot of zone might work. Out their shooting because um, even if you're in man, um, the LeBron can be forced into jumpers. There's that clip of Jokic doing it where he just, like, basically backs off, like, six feet. LeBron just yeah. breaks two. Um, I could totally see Bam doing that and should he be switched on to him and whoever it is really, but, um, against the zone, it's, it's going to be, you know, these shooters, the Lakers that it's like KCP, it's Caruso, who is KCP is a little better, but Caruso is not great. Yeah. KCP has been good, surprisingly enough. Yeah. But, uh, Caruso has been. KCP is probably like replacement level, like three point shooter. Um, you would say. Caruso's probably below that. Rondo's below that. Although Rondo's kind Rondo's of, been hitting. Yeah, Rondo, Rondo's kind <laughs> yeah. of weird. He, he like he yeah. he's hot, Rondo's pretty hot and cold. And yeah. but the thing is with him, like you don't expect any of them to go in. Um, right. So when they, any of them go in, it's kind of positive. Yeah, it's a big deal. So um, and then you've got you know Morris. Uh, I guess that's really just kind of it. Cause they've got a lot of bigs, but. Uh, well, Danny Green, but Danny, he's been yeah. really spotty too. But he's 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 like hot and cold like Rondo, but you you would think yeah. that he would be a little better. Um, and then Kuzma's been sort of weird, and, and I don't know how much they're gonna be able to play him against the Heat either, because like his defense. Is yeah, that's that's suspect. Yeah, Kuzma. I was thinking of like wings, and then you've got Kuzma. Who, oh yeah. Like, you would think like if he gets switched on to like Hero or Dragic, like it's just gonna be over. Yeah, so, um, yeah. And. Yeah, that's an that's an interesting part, like not being able to play him as much. Um, against I don't Gert, know. like if if he if it's like maybe you like match his minutes with a Linux minutes or something like that. Both yeah. of them are, both of them are pretty are basically liabilities on defense. So, um, so that's that's good. And then you've got um, you, to beat the zone, you can do the high post, low post stuff. You can do what the Celtics did, or at least against the 2-3. You can do what the Celtics did where they screen the opposite man, and then it's kind of on the, the guys in the corners to, like, sort of decide if if they want to jump towards the um, the guy in the dunker spot, really, or the guy in the corner. Um, and depending on who that is, I think the – and depending on how that person's shooting, I think the Heat can sort of make decisions about that. Yeah. So – 
I do think the zone is going to be maybe even more effective than it was against the Celtics because the Lakers don't have those shooters. Um, and But I also think that, like, Anthony Davis could be sort of, like, the zone, like, breaker in yeah. that deal too, which, like, Boston just didn't really have an option inside like that because you can well, just, like, feed it in. Yeah, you would also think LeBron just, like, IQ-wise would be able to just figure out and make these yeah. decisions um, faster yeah. than anyone. But – yeah, AD could be the trump card for that. But as far as, like, the wing players go and just the shots that you're getting off of that. Um, it's worse than what Boston not affecting the whole bunch. So if the Heat are going to be very happy to live with Caruso shooting threes and um, Rondo shooting threes and maybe even KCP. So, um, and Danny Green, if he's hot, if he's hot or cold. We, we talk, I feel like we talked about, about how, like, trick-or-treat he is. So, all right, moving on from the zone. Um there's, there's something that's said – something that's been said a lot is um, the Lakers have the two best players in the series, and they do. But um, the question becomes, does that matter if numbers like three through eight are all in the heat? Because you've got Jimmy, you've got Hero, you've got Drogic, you've got Bam. That's four right there. Um, and you could make an argument for Crowder – and Duncan Robinson, depending how you feel. Um, and then you could you could put Kuzma in there ahead of some of those guys, if, depending on the night. But I don't think he's shown like that he's like a lot more valuable than Robinson or Crowder. So um, yeah. like if anything, like KCP's probably been the closest guy to like any of the Heat players, I would say, or like Caruso because of, a de- of his defensive impact. Yeah. So you would think that. Um, yeah, usually, usually, you know, how series work, it's the best player in the series wins. And if the Lakers have two of them, that maybe that's just the end of your thinking, but, um, you've got to think that the, the heat have a lot of answers for a lot of the stuff that they're going to do. Um, and one of those things is going to be decided by, um, who's guarding AD because we talked about this a little bit and it's, um, it could be it could be Bam or it could be Crowder, um, and you would think that they would start with Crowder and then have Bam sort of deal with like the Dwight's and the McGee's of the world because um, the Lakers are going to want to go big, I would think. Yeah, especially to start off with how well it worked against Denver. Yeah, they've had a lot of success with that recently. I think I think they should do that. Um, yeah, against against the Heat because. If you're having like j- just like to maybe just for the simple fact of like getting Bam off of AD like that's that's pretty helpful. So yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, you could see you could see Dwight have a big impact in the series, and um, you know he was playing that sort of like enforcer role against Jokic, trying to get him um, rattled and trying to get him into foul trouble. I don't think he's going to be able to do that against Bam, but you know maybe maybe he could draw a couple fouls. Um, I don't really see Bam getting, like, heated, but um, just but, sort of, like, like Dwight, and, Dwight, if Dwight and JaVale are both doing that, that could just be, like, a big annoyance for him. Yeah, and it just gives him something else to think about, too, just, like, in terms of, like, offensive rebounding, even against the Celtics, like, they kind of struggle with it. Mm-hmm. The Celtics didn't have anybody that was, like, as good at getting boards, I would argue, as Dwight and JaVale are. So I, I think it, it might not be, like, as effective 
uh, as it was against Denver. But like, I think it definitely gives them more looks and more options than like going small does. Yeah. Um, you could also, we haven't seen Myers Leonard in the playoffs really. Um, yeah. <laughs> there could be a spot where he could potentially have some minutes if, you know, Bam is really having trouble with this. Um, and he's, yeah, I mean, like, who's well, I was going to say Spolster tried Solomon Hill, so he might try him. Jesus. Yeah, I, he did. Um, <laughs> yeah, towards the end, towards the end of the Boston series, he did. I think Iguodala was playing some, some minutes in the center. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't, th- I wouldn't expect th- them to be able to like deal with Dwight, but um, the, the answer to Dwight is just fouling him. So <laughs> I, you can do hack at Dwight, which I feel like, I feel like the Nuggets could have done. They just kind of didn't do it. Um, yeah. with, like, like, I feel like Plumlee could have been used, like, exclusively for that. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you, yeah. I mean, I, I think that they they played Dwight just really poorly. They kind of just let him stay inside and like, just sit there for rebounds. Because, like, he doesn't offer the Lakers a whole lot else. Like, he's not – you're not going to feed it into him to mm-hmm. post up. So, like, it's kind of no, – he's, he's there for lobs and rebounds. Right. And so – I don't know. I will say it's a little bit easier to say, just foul him. Um, a lot of the buckets he gets, like, he kind of just goes up with it so quickly that it's kind of hard to foul him. Um, but, yeah, they, they definitely could have tried at least fouling. It's just Look, you're going to foul him, foul him hard because you don't want yeah. to have and ones. So, yeah. same with LeBron, honestly. But, um, yeah. so, we talked we, – we mentioned Crowder. Um, he He's probably – like a little bit of like uh, Fred Van Vliet last year and that like his shooting variance is like kind of gone series to series and the series against the Bucks is very good. And then, and then the series against the Celtics, he dropped off a lot. Um, well, towards we'll the what version second of, half of that season. Uh, series. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, towards the, we'll see what version we get of, him in this, but I feel like he's going to have some open shots while the Heat or while the Lakers are doing sort of their pack the paint defense that they love. Um, especially if, especially if like he's being guarded by LeBron, who's not, who's going to be like maybe trying to save his energy for the fourth, like he does, um, so he can guard Jimmy or whatever. But yeah, Crowder's going to get some looks. Um, we'll see if he could knock those down. Um, for the Duncan Robinson part of this, I don't know what I'm expecting the Heat to or the Lakers to do. What are, what are your I think thoughts? They're just gonna they're gonna stick either KCP on them or Green on them and just have them basically do the same thing that Boston did, where they just kind of chase them around and everything. Yeah. Um, and they just try like I think Boston went away from that a little bit towards the end of the series, which I, I think is when he got a little bit um like better. Like yeah, game five. Was, game five, he looks pretty good. Yeah, um, so I think I think you pretty much just have to chase him all the way around and like just kind of like hold him, do whatever, just like bother him as much as you can, um, and then hope he misses because <laughs> that's kind of all you can do. But uh, I, I would think Green or KCP is the answer. I would think KCP would be a better solution because <laughs> he's he's a bit lengthier. Um, yeah, and a bit and faster. I think, I think. I think you want Green like sort of like. Strip swiping at the ball from like people dribbling, and I think he has like better like 
on-ball defense, like foot speed, maybe, um, to deal with, like, potentially, like, Hero or Drogic, guys like that. Yeah. Um, I think KCP will do pretty pretty good job on that. Um, but Robinson's kind of like – for him, it's kind of like the Heat will, like, run a lot of stuff to get him going in one game and then not do it in the next. So that's kind of unpredictable <laughs> for that. But, um, they love starting off the game with Robinson threes. <laughs> Yeah, like that. I mean, that gets you. I mean, it gets you a cushion pretty quick. Right. If you right. can make four in like six minutes, like you've seen <laughs> in some of these games, that's a big plus. Um. So now we turn to the Lakers' defensive side of this. Um. After the Robinson talk, um, will they be able to stop the Heat's guards? Just straight up. I don't think so. Um, cause like Hero and Dragic have a lot of different ways to score. Um, kind of similar to like what Jamal Murray did. Um, I think they're a lot better at like those mid-range kind of like wacky, like, you know, floaters that aren't really like standard floaters, kind of leaners almost. And like just kind of finishing off balance. I think they're a lot better at it than... Like, I don't know, even, like, Harden isn't, like, that's not the part of his game that is, like, really, really elite, right? Um, or, like, even Westbrook, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, a lot of off-balance stuff. It's more, oh, like, coming down. Westbrook's going off-balance. It's usually pretty ugly, I feel like. Right. And whereas, like, Jamal Murray was, like, making just some crazy, like, circus shots almost, which mm-hmm. I think, like, Hero and Dragic are more capable of, like, replicating that sort of stuff, um, where they can kind of avoid, like, yes, Dwight is going to be inside or AD is going to be inside, but I think that you can kind of finish around them um, a lot better than, than maybe the Lakers' earlier earlier series matchups. Well, for Drogic, what killed the Celtics was the his pick and roll with Bam um, that they just couldn't stop pretty much. Which I think the Lakers are going to have an easier time stopping. Yes. With AD, I mean, he's AD's probably like – if you're if you're just drafting players that are in the NBA right now that you would want like stopping a pick and roll, he's probably first. So, um, yeah, he's they're gonna have some success stopping that. But um, I would I would see is AD gonna be on them? That is the question. Um, who would, I mean, I would think so. But then, who do you put Dwight on? Right, Miami plays pretty small <laughs> comparatively. Yeah, I guess if I guess you're right. If it's Crowder, like, but then it's like Crowder's got to be left open if you want AD to help inside. So it's like, yeah, I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> well, it depends. I mean, it, see what version of Crowder you get. Right. <laughs> if he goes ice cold. I mean, that yeah, that I think that depends on how well he's shooting. Yeah. But I th- yeah, if, maybe if, if you see Dwight guarding Bam, then maybe they do have that a lot more the pick and roll. Yeah. Um, and the the dribble handoffs the Heat love to use with Bam, um, they do that with everybody. Like it's a lot of a lot of Duncan Robinson, a lot of Hero, a lot of Dragic. That's that's like their favorite play, just like in general. Um, I don't really know like who could stop that, but I think AD going full speed can get good contests on those shots that they're getting out of the like the threes from you know Robinson and those guys, but. Um, that could get, that's something that could give the Lakers issues. Um, and then someone we really haven't talked about yet is Jimmy, who, um, the, the book on him now is like, don't foul. 
that's how he beats you because you know he's, yeah. he's not he's not the best shooter and um, he's a good finisher inside but he, he's lost he's lost a step from his quickness now he's he's become like more of like a like a defensively minded Harden who can't shoot where he's just like sort of really good at drawing fouls and um, not like drifting like Kyle Lowry does but like more of a like it's legitimate um, he, he just puts you in bad spots yeah he knows how to. He knows how to to make it tough um, for the defender and yeah. make the referees make a decision. So, um, yeah, what do you, what do you think? What do you think the Lakers will do on Jimmy at the end of these games? Is it LeBron or is it? Well, yeah, I, I think they'll probably put LeBron on him towards the end of the games, depending on like if he gets hot or not. Because um, there are some nights that he just doesn't like really try to take over. Um, so I think you can kind of just leave whoever you started off the game with on him. Like, I don't think Danny Green would do a bad job on Jimmy Butler. I just don't know if, like, Danny Green's going to be playing at the end of games. And I would, like, you don't want, like, Rondo or Caruso on him. Um, and I think KCP is going to be too busy with either Hero or Robinson. So I think just out of, like, necessity, LeBron might have to play him. Um, but I think, I think that matchup is a wash, if anything. Like I, like he might even get LeBron into foul trouble. I don't know. Uh, LeBron doesn't foul a whole lot, but like, yeah, that's interesting. I I don't know, like, because he's gonna try and like back him down, and it's like I don't know if you can back down LeBron, but like, he knows how to draw fouls, like we said. So I don't know. Well, this is where you miss Avery Bradley if you're the Lakers because yeah. you can, uh, he can – like, I think if you put him on Hero, like, that's a good solution. If you put him on Drogic, yeah. like, that's, that's really – like, you, you feel good about that if you're, yeah. if you're on the Lakers. Um, yeah. But the thing about the Heat, that they, they present a challenge that Houston did not in that they can bomb these threes without going, like, really small. Yeah. They're basically – like, it, the volume isn't going to be the same, but <clears> – <throat> I think I think you would expect them to hit at a higher clip, um, and it's not dependent on like getting like doubling the ball handler basically. Like he, like yeah. so many so many threes of Houston's were like were like they doubled Harden and like Covington got a wide open look. Like right. the Heat the Heat are a lot more like creative with how they're like getting these looks. Um, uh, plus, they don't need as much space. Like there's better shooters, I think. Yeah, like especially like Robinson and Dragic, uh, Dragic, and even Heroes. Heroes got like Heroes like multi dimensional in that he's like catch and shoot. He's like he's he's doing the step backs yeah. that he did. Um, and I think what was the game where he had like forty? Was it game four? Uh, it was game four. Game five. Yeah. Oh no, game four. I, I'm pretty sure they won game five, so it was game four. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that game he really like showed us the whole arsenal of like his scoring. So yeah, that was he's super done a lot. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot there. So, um, and then for you know we, we talk about so much three point shooting um, because it it really decides a lot of these games. Um, and it's 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 going to become more and more as we like move into the future here of the NBA. But okay. um, if if the Lakers are shooting a ton of threes, which Miami probably wants them to do, um, and they're making all of them, the Heat, and they're making, like, a good clip of them, the Heat are going to lose. Um, yeah. 
but you know, you, you bank on that, you bank on that not happening. Um, and if, if you're the heat defensively, why help off of LeBron, off of LeBron drive? Um, yeah, they're just going to make the wall for him. Just like exactly yeah, like just, they did for Giannis. Yeah. Help off of LeBron drive. Um, instead and just live with, you know, Caruso and Rondo in the corner. Um, yeah. Even KCP and Danny Green. Um, yeah. You'd rather have that and just like endless LeBron layup line because that won't work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not like sort of these LeBron teams in Cleveland where they did have the shooters. It was like, I know there was this Raptors series where it sort of became like a choice between like LeBron layup line and like giving wide open threes to Kevin Love. Yeah. Um, here <laughs> you're not having that problem, which both are horrible options here. You're not yeah. having that problem. Um, and I, I, I mean, Miami coaching staff knows this, but like, just let the guys shoot the threes and they'll be fine. Um, You're better off with that then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and then, and then, you know, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that Le, Le, LeBron could do and the help comes. He can throw lobs to Dwight and AD and, uh, uh, you know, uh, McGee, but that's, that's preferable than him just getting free layups and free throws, um, getting all these guys in foul troubles. Because there, there's going to be games in this where LeBron shoots 20 free throws. You just know that's coming. Yeah. I think oh, the yeah. officiating in the bubble has been a bigger factor than it has Spotty. pretty much any year I can remember. Um, yeah. and, it's all over the place. <laughs> well, it's like, when you, like, I actually think that uh, – I, I was surprised that the, the Heat Celtics didn't go seven because when I saw that – uh, it was the Tony Brothers, Scott Foster crew in Game oh, Six. Yeah. But um, I and they they tried a little bit. Yeah, they tried a little bit, but it wasn't like as egregious, egregious as like, yeah. some other games that we've seen. Um, yeah. And then uh, la- last dimension that we should sort of talk about here is just what the Lakers love to do is get out in transition um, and. Yeah, we haven't even Honestly, touched on transition. Yeah. What's that? We haven't even touched on, on the transition game. Yeah, the, the transi- transition is where the Lakers have, went, have been winning these games. Um, especially against Houston, I feel like. They were able to force a lot of turnovers towards the end of that series. Um, Boston did the same thing with the Heat. Both games they won. A lot of easy buckets. Mm-hmm. And even Boston turned it over a lot. Oh, yeah. In some of those games, I feel like. Yeah. But um, I don't really know how Miami is with turnovers relative to other teams. Like, I, I wouldn't know. Like, Normally, they don't turn the ball over a lot, as far as I know, and they get back, like, fast. Um, okay, that's they, Yeah, they didn't in the first couple – or not the first couple, the last couple of games against Boston. I thought their transition defense was a lot worse. I don't know if that's because they're tired. Uh, if it is, then that could be a problem heading into the Lakers series. But uh, I think that was more just because, like, the Celtics forced more turnovers uh, than normal. But uh, normally, I mean, like, we, we saw against Giannis, like, they get back in transition. They form the wall. Like, they don't – like, you might get a three in transition, but you're not going to get layups. Yeah. Well, that's – I mean, the forming the wall thing, it's, it, it, that's big. That, it's basically the same. It's the Giannis strategy, but for LeBron. Um, and Davis is a different factor, but he's not going to be the one, like – handling the ball in transition. So that's sort of like a different issue. 
Um, yeah, and if they're able to build a wall um, and sort of like force him into giving the ball up, which is what you want, um, that, that can go a long way. So after all of this, um, we have our, our prediction. Um, and I'm going to let you start. What do you think? Oh, man, you're putting me on the spot here. Um, I, I got the Heat in six or seven games. Uh, I've had them all playoffs. Uh, I initially thought they were going to play the other team from L.A. this year. Um, turns out it's the Lakers, and I, I think it's going to be a little bit of a tougher matchup against the Lakers just with the more dimensions that uh, I think even AD more so than LeBron present. Um, I think the Heat are going to struggle to contain AD in a lot of these games. Um, I think there will be a couple nights where they might be able to limit him, um, but I think AD should end this series as like the top scorer for like the entire series, not just for the Lakers. <laughs> um but at the end of the day, I think that, like we said, you know, you're going to form the wall on LeBron. You're going to make him give up the ball as much as you can. Um, Spolstra knows how to do that. And I think it comes down to you know, who hits more threes. And I think I got to go with the Heat. Uh, I think they're, they've been a little spotty. But uh, they've, I think, consistently throughout the playoffs shown that they can make big shots and they can go on these just massive runs in the third and fourth quarters over and over and over again. And I think that's going to be a problem. And no other team has really been able to go on those massive runs. I thought Denver came the closest and they won or were really close in the couple of games that they were able to go on big runs against the Lakers. And I, I think the Heat can get enough turnovers and get enough transition buckets that they can just swing the momentum of the game late in the third, early in the fourth, and just hold on. Okay. I've gone back and forth on this a lot. And I've read a lot of stuff. I've listened to some stuff from, you know, Zach Lowe, Bill Simmons, other other ESPN outlets, other outlets. Um, and – I've arrived at the conclusion that I think if this goes seven, I think there's no way that the Lakers lose. Yes. But I don't think it's going seven. So I'm going to pick the Heat in six. Um, I, it, it's, it's probably shocking that we're both doing this, but um, I do think a lot of, a lot of the, like, the questions we raised <laughs> about how they stopped the Lakers have good answers, and there wasn't really one thing that we talked about that made us like sort of grimace um, even like probably the biggest problem that they have is just like AD, but you know, that's what you have BAM for. Um, and I think he, he's going to become a big key to this series. series. I think the heat have the coaching advantage um, though, not by much as not by as much as people probably think. Um, so I think it was really good. defensively. It was really good, especially defensively, but I think I think Spolster's just got the edge a little bit, and um, you know the the this is like a this this Orlando bubble. It's a whole new season, basically. Um, people talk about the the young guys on the Heat and how like Hero's a rookie. Well, he's really not a rookie because they had an entire off season basically before. Yeah, I've been hearing that a lot. Yeah, yeah, to get to get ready for you know big games like this, and um, I think I think it Favre's as far as like what we're going to see tonight, um, I do expect um, the Heat to win tonight. 
Um, just because LeBron um, he uses these, these game ones as sort of feel-out games um, often, and I think we could see that, especially, like, stuff against the zone, like, how do you beat the zone? Like, he's going to try to figure that out, like, today. Um, yeah. And He's going to try different things. He's going to try a lot of – yeah, I think they're all going to try a bunch of different stuff. But um, I do think, like, that, that sort of feeling out mentality is going to be their doom. Um, and even later on, if because if, if Spolster decides to go to, like, different zones and LeBron's like, oh, I'm just going to take this quarter to try to figure it out, that could be too late because the Heat are – they're, they are both a team who um, can come back quickly because of the three-point volume, and they can also hold leads because of their great defense. Um, and I don't think that's a common thing that you see in a lot of uh, from a lot of teams. Um, you sort like a lot of teams sort of have one side of that. Um, like I would, I would say Houston is probably another team. Houston is probably another team that, that you could argue has both sides of that coin um you'd say portland definitely has like the offensive side of that but they don't have the defense <laughs> yeah they don't have the defense um same with like i don't know like the clippers probably have like the defensive side of that but they don't have the offense and then yeah um i think miami is that rare team that sort of has both and yeah. you can feel good about them um and the Heat in six is also um, 11 to one on Bovada right now. And it's basically like Hard to pass a range from nine to nine to 11 to one, maybe even 12 to one by the end of today, because you expect a lot of money to come on the Lakers today. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd recommend just putting something on that. That's, that's just too good to pass up. But yeah, I'm going to go Lakers in six. I mean, Heat in six. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Should be a fun series. I think the Heat. The one thing that I just kind of want to add is that I think the Heat need to go up one nothing, and I think they need to go up two one. Because um, if they fall, if they start falling behind in this series, they're going to struggle, and that's when you run into trouble. But uh, I, th- I think this is the toughest team that that LeBron's faced. I mean, out, outside of like 2017-18 Warriors, um, I think back to like the Spurs series that LeBron had to face, like the couple of them that LeBron had, and like. That's what my mind wanders back to when I think of, like, what this matchup is like. Because I don't think LeBron saw anything like this Heat team in the, in the years that he was in the East, yeah. Yeah, in the run-up to the finals with Cleveland, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, even with Miami. Uh, yeah. You could say that – I mean, the Pacers, the Pacers is, like, it's not really a good comp, but it's, like, you know, the probably, probably the best team they, they played. Um but yeah, we've we made that Spurs Heat comparison before, where yep. the the twenty thirteen twenty fourteen Spurs, you know, they had a, you know, but it wasn't the Heat are not at that level of like offensive genius. I don't yeah, think. but like yeah. I think defensively, they're probably a little better. Um, yeah, and I, I saw a lot of like comparisons to the O four Pistons, and like I. Man, I was too young to really watch that series, so maybe I'm not comparing yeah, to them. But it's like, been a lot of that on Twitter, yeah, and it's, it's, I, I think that's more of a stretch. It's talking about the ma- – no, it doesn't make sense, like, for either side, really. Because, like, the Lakers team was, like, coming off, like, three straight, and they were, like, this super old team. And yeah. The Pistons were, like, just so dominant defensively and, like, kind of, like, archaic offensively. And that's really not what the Heat are. So, yeah. I don't think that's a good comparison. I think a better comparison is maybe, like, the Mavericks. But yeah. even that's not as good. But it's they don't really have that, like – 
big man that can score yeah, as much. The Spurs, the Spurs is like it's more accurate. So yeah, um, yeah we'll see. Um, you know, we we could be sitting here in like two in you know this weekend and being like. What the hell were we thinking? LeBron's up to we so wrong. <laughs> yeah. 45, 15, and 15, like he wanted to do. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not like extremely confident in my prediction. Um, and I, I, I won't pick the Heat in seven because I think if it goes seven, LeBron's just going to get every call, and there's no way the Lakers lose. Yeah. So I think they do have to win this in five or six. They're not going to win in five, so I'm going to go six. Um, yeah. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about Doc. Um, oh, man, I forgot. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever other news that you have. Um, I don't, I, that was probably the big news of the weekend. Um, Doc Rivers. I celebrated when I uh, saw the news. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely <laughs> was very happy that Doc, Doc was gone. Uh, I think I said something along those lines last week, too. When we recorded, I forget what you have against him, but I don't. Well, I mean, he just doesn't make adjustments. <laughs> He's like uh, Budenholzer West. Yeah, we did. We did talk about the, the whole like Harold thing, like ad nauseum. Oh, yeah, and I think that's what got him fired. Like that was what the report said got him fired. I don't think that's enough to get someone fired. Though. <laughs> like, I, I, well, okay, like blowing like, a three-one lead, like, probably fucking fired. Did he like? He yeah, but like no luck. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Milwaukee probably actually didn't have a championship or bus mentality. I don't know. Uh, the Clippers, uh, Ballmer definitely does. <laughs> Ballmer expects to win a championship like the next five years straight. So <laughs> he is not having it. Um, <laughs> uh, well, you would think they're just going to hire Tyron Lue. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, a lot of, like, there's a lot of just stuff going on with like Phil, the Sixers. Yeah. Um, there's like the Harden trade rumors with like Harden trade rumors. There's a Harden Sixers rumor with D'Antoni going to the Sixers and like you know the package for Houston getting they're getting back is like Embiid like something I don't I don't know like wait then why does Harden want to go to Philly or why what I don't think he does I think like the oh they're just gonna give him up I think like the owner is gonna like force Mori to give him up or something. I don't know. There's there's a lot of weird stuff on this the last couple of days, but yeah, Doc, Doc Rivers is is uh, interviewing with the Sixers like today. But that's what I expect. Yeah, there's gonna be some coaching change ups. Yeah. yeah, the Harden to Philly thing is probably a long shot, but it's just interesting to think about. Um, yeah, I got D'Antoni to the Clippers is a long shot that I might put a little bit of money on. Ooh. Would he like? Does that really work? Like him? I don't know. Because Kawhi like, is like not like I get like if he's if he's trying to do the thing they did in Houston, like I don't think that really works with that team. No, no, he'd have to change it up. But like I feel like he could go back towards like more how he played with uh, Phoenix. I don't yeah. know. There's some other location that I had for that's, that's interesting. Though, like, um, well, I tossed around the Pelicans, but I thought um, – what's his face? Well, some people are saying Doc should go to the Pelicans or OKC because he, like, works with young guys really well. And, like, he, he has really good records with, like, teams that are meant to underperform rather than, like, a team that's, like, a championship team. 
Um, so I could see him with like the Falcons or OKC like doing a pretty decent job and probably getting them into the playoffs. Um, I think it would be better for him. I want D'Antoni, but you want D'Antoni? Yeah, for the Pelicans, I think it would be fun. That'd be kind of fun too, because you guys can run. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I want like the fast pace. So okay, yeah, I can um, see that. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, but I don't know if he wants to take a job that's still sort of in the rebuild phase. Yeah, it's true. That's true. That's the only thing. Because otherwise, my dad wanted me to go go to OKC because like they can run too. But uh, it's just such a project. And it's like he's, like, what, three years away from retiring? A contract away from retiring, essentially? So. Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, um, I think that's all, that's all I got. But watch the series. We both got Heat in six. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I really agonize. Trash us in the comments. <laughs> yeah, I really agonize over that. Like, I don't really. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna switch up now. No. This is what this is what I consider <laughs> official. But. Um, yeah. But you're iffy on it. <laughs> you're not sold on it. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> picking against like the favored LeBron team. Like it's just like not. Like, you know? <laughs> but last time LeBron was favored, according to you, they lost. So That's I don't, true. Me. I don't really know what I'm talking about, though. Um, <laughs> okay, that's all we got. Um, we'll be back later this weekend.